It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 14th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help you change in how you see, manage, and use your stress so you can be the queen of your stress and it not be the queen over you. In today's episode, I'm, as per usual, very excited to be talking about uh, the topic for today, which is all about how to make this year your best year yet and not to write it off too early. Uh, If you're like me and have spent a little bit of time on social medias, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, I've I've yet to master the others, but uh, either of those two, it's really easy to get into the compare game of what other people are putting out so publicly about what all these magnificent goals are that they're, uh, that they're looking to achieve. And it can be really easy to actually beat yourself up within the first seven days of this beautiful new year being 2018 and actually almost write it off and, and give up, if you like, before it's even really got going. So today I want to spend a little bit of time discussing how you can actually navigate your, your way around that compare game so that you get a really clear picture about what 2018 looks like for you. I'm going to say that again what 2018 looks like for you because particularly if you follow uh, gurus in inverted commas or it might just be your mates is there's a lot of people that have a lot of self-help advice right now and some really complicated stuff Um, some of it's really simple and beautiful that's out there at the moment but there's a lot of complicated stuff that as I said it can make you feel like you're behind the eight ball before you've even got started and automatically you're in that stress state where you can't see forest for the trees and you can't really decide what the next best step is for you to take steps closer to where you want your life, your health, um, your vision of what 2018 holds for you, it gets very blurry as to what the next right step is. Part of the reason why people get so confused so early on in in January and they, they come into the end of December with all good intentions, they get through Christmas and Boxing Day and all the family palaver that often goes on for a lot of families um, and a lot of individuals and they come into that 1st of, of January and they're, they're pumped, they've set all these resolutions and the reason why I think resolutions can suck and they fail quite quickly is because often they're made in spur of the moment, there's no real planning around them and it's not actually setting up daily habits or rituals that are going to get you close towards your goal. They're these almighty huge things that you might want to achieve. Discussed a little bit about it in uh, episode 13. But it really can. It can set you up to fail because we need to allow it for our humanity in some of our goal setting and that sometimes we trip up. And more often than not, when people make resolutions, it's often to stop doing something altogether. So it might be, I'm going to stop drinking, I'm going to stop eating sugar, I'm going to start exercising, and exercise seven days a week, and I'm going to do it for an hour. And it gets all encompassing, and it really, in some ways, it becomes so overwhelming that you don't see how you can do it well. Hope that made sense. So when we're starting to get a clear picture of what you would like 2018 to look like, One of the first spots I always like to stop in on and I highly advise you to to do as well is to work out what your priorities are this year. If you've got goals or things you want to achieve this year, I know some people don't like the word goals, I still like the word goals because it gives me something literally to aim at, is that if you've got something that you want to achieve this year, what is it? 
what area of your life does it fall into? Does it fall into your health category? You know, do you want to de- learn how to manage your stress better and, and decrease it or at least increase your body's ability to be able to adapt to stress? Do you want more energy? Do you want to decrease the pain and inflammation in your system? Do you want to increase your flexibility? It might be within your finances. Do you want to save more so that you're under less financial stress? Do you want to buy a property? Do you want to go on that holiday? Do you want to have more experiences? Whatever your priority is this year will help you then set up your daily habits around that priority. And you might have a couple of priorities um, for those of us who have families and we have a job and we have our, um, our personal goals. There definitely might be a couple of different categories. But by working out what your highest priority is, is it allows you to actually set up your other daily habits so that you get close towards that goal. I hope that made sense. So for example, one of the goals that I've set myself, and it's a big goal this year, and those of you who followed me for a while, you'll understand why, um, particularly from having gone from somebody who literally would openly admit to hating exercise less than 12 months ago to somebody who enjoys it, to now can see myself, I um, mean, it's a long way off because I can't do an assisted chin-up right now. I struggle because of my, my grip strength, my wrist strength, and some wrist injuries I've had because of my hands-on work as a chiropractor, is by the end of 2018 is I want to be able to do an unassisted chin-up. Ooh, just said that out loud to you guys. So now I definitely have to have to make that happen. Now, why is that a priority for me? And some of you might be going, that's a weird goal, Dr. M. Part of the reason why that's a priority for me this year from my physical side of things is because in the past I've allowed fear of um, injury or fear of failure really when it comes to physical stuff stop me from even trying and for me to be able to do an assisted chin-up there's other things that I'm sorry an unassisted chin-up there's other things that actually have to fall into place first so what will have to fall into place number one I'm going to need to work on my grip strength my wrist strength and my my forearm strength because they're areas that because of my work have had various strains and pains over the years and I've just avoided um, doing too much with them. So actually setting out a plan of attack that will allow those to be super strong as well as my shoulders. Now that helps in a couple of areas. One, it helps in the gym, but more importantly for me, because it's my bigger calling, it actually helps me better in work. Then there's other areas within the gym that I'm going to have to get better at to be able to achieve that. My core strength, my my back strength, which is my posterior chain muscles, that when you listen to my stressless audio download, um, we talk a lot about our posterior chain muscles, so that helps me posturally. So even though my one goal, if you like, is to be able to do an unassisted chin-up by the end of 2018, and I aim to fast-track that, just so you know, I'm not waiting till the 31st of December to be able to do that, but I'm giving myself a decent time frame to be able to achieve that. But a lot of other little steps have to fall into place before I can achieve that goal, all of which helps other areas of my life will help my other areas of fitness and things like that. Hope that made sense. If it's a financial goal, for example, that you set yourself and you want to be putting away a certain amount of money, is work out how much you want to save throughout the year and divide that into to daily savings. How much do you literally need to put away each day? Um, because often if we automate it uh, in that way, it just makes it easier and it doesn't feel like we're actually missing out on things. So get really clear on what those priorities are for you this year. And I certainly advise you and the things that it will advise 
perhaps not the right word, what I do is that I look at key areas of my life. So I look at my family and my personal life and my, my relationship with my partner. I look at my work life and what I want to be able to achieve there. That work life flows into financial life. Uh, I look at my physical health and I look at my brain body connection as well, because that's another area for me that is very much a priority for this year is making sure my spirit, brain and body connection is strong. And I do that through a couple of different ways. One is working on my, my meditation practice, which is very much in its infancy, but I'm still working on it. Um, making sure that my brain and body are working well, my physical goals come into that, but also making sure that I'm practicing what I preach from making sure that I'm getting my, my power switched on regularly with my regular chiropractic adjustments with, with my chiropractor to make sure that my nervous system is able to communicate at its best. So it's looking at those key areas for me is very much my spirit brain body connection. It's looking at work. It's looking at um, my family life and my, my relationship with my partner. And it's looking at the other thing that is a priority for me this year is experiences. So making sure that I'm factoring in fun throughout my year. Now, for some of you might be like, well, that's a bit planned as far as fun's concerned. Doesn't fun just happen? To be perfectly honest, in my life, not really in the sense that my go-to is probably work. In fact, it's not probably, it is. My, my, my habit, if you like, is to do something for work versus just doing something just cause or just for fun. So it's actually making sure I'm scheduling in time uh, on a regular basis for experience and fun not just being either all on at work or getting to the point where I'm so exhausted that I just need to literally Netflix and chill and, and have zero thought. Because as much as I love my Netflix marathons, let's face it, it's not really an experience that I'm having with somebody else um, unless I'm dragging our 12-year-old to watch said uh, series with me, which often we do do together but you get the drift, is making sure that I'm creating time and planning in experiences with people that I love hanging out with that is just fun to do, uh, that creates experiences in 2018. So I hope that's helpful this week. So my action step for you guys this week is to actually look at if you haven't already done it or maybe putting the goals that you may have already set or your resolutions through this particular process is really working out what's your top priority this year. What do you want to see different at the end of 2018 than what it was at the start? And what daily or weekly or, or monthly steps do you need to take to get you closer to it? So before we finish for today, top five. High rotation this week for me has absolutely been the 90s rock renaissance on Spotify this week. It's been way <laughs> so much fun just listening to old tracks that uh, very much bring me back to my, my late teens and early 20s and, and great memories of, of driving around with mates, um, listening to music way too loud. And uh, between my love of, of uh, loud music, whether it was the rock renaissance stuff or whether it was loud dance music, that's why I struggle to hear low bass tones these days. Should have listened to my mum when she said shouldn't have the music up too loud in the car. But anywho, that's a story for another time. Book of the week this week, I'm pumped because I've actually read a few just fictional books this week that just been really light reading but enjoyable to uh, just switch off because I've had this week off my, uh, my day job. Uh, but I'm very excited because yesterday my big order from uh, Booktopia arrived. I've got a couple of books in there from Brenna Brown that I'm really excited to, to be reading after watching her TEDx talk um, a, a few weeks ago. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. 
But the other book that I've read this week is a, a metabolic typing book by William Walcott, which is really interesting, particularly coming into this year and, and just wanting to maintain some of the change that I'd made last year um, and also wanting to be better educated on, on some of the things that are out there that people might be reading. Quote of this week, and it's only part of the quote, but it comes to our priorities and, uh, and not getting caught up on what other people are doing is dance like no one's watching. When you're setting your priorities for the coming year and you're setting your goals and you're setting what you'd like to achieve out, do it just for you, like no one else is watching. Because the better that you are, the better the ripple effect that you're going to have, whether that's within your relationship, your family life, your work life, your community life. If you're actually just dancing to your own beat versus what you think you should, could or shoulda, woulda or coulda been doing because that's what other people are doing. And thought of the week is exactly that. Swim your own race, dance your own dance, um, make sure that you're doing things that inspire you and light you up, not necessarily what inspires your next door neighbour up or, or inspires or wakes up your next door neighbour or um, all the people that you follow on social media. So... Just remember, what are your priorities, BQS listeners, in this coming week? I'm looking forward to catching you next episode. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.